Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Equality in Business podcast, our podcast to create awareness about equality in the business world by actively engaging students about relevant topics in a professional manner. My name is Raquel Souza, and I am the head of podcast and vice president of our club. Today's episode is a really special one. We are celebrating the second anniversary of our club, and we decided that the perfect way to commemorate it was to have with us the three presidents of the club in these last two years. So I'm really happy to have with me Dina, our first president. Hi, thanks for having me. Katerina, who was our president last semester. Super happy to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, and Inesh, our current president. Hi, everyone. Thank you for being here and listening and for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> A very warm welcome to you all. And thank you for being here with me. Today, we will be talking about our very special club, how it all started, what we have been doing and what we want to accomplish. Also, we will do an overview and discuss key learnings from this very enriching experience with our presidents. So shall we get started? Firstly, yeah. <laughs> firstly, I would like to share with our listeners a little bit of the story of our club. And I believe the perfect person to do it is Dina, our founder. So tell us, Dina, how did this idea come about? Why this name for the club? And what were the main challenges you faced in the beginning? Yeah, um, a lot of questions I'm trying to, because I'm a person that speaks a lot, uh, to put it uh, <laughs> short and crisp. Um, so when I, when I came to Lisbon to do my master, I'm originally from Germany. Um, I knew that I'd like to engage in some way. And I looked at all of the clubs. Um, and there are a lot of very interesting clubs at Catolica Lisbon. So like the, um, in the consulting area and the tech area. And this is all interesting to me, but I wanted to find something that is really meaningful. And for me, during my career, before my master as well, um, equality, diversity, inclusion has always been a topic that I think is very important. Fairness is very, very important to me personally. Um, and I was surprised that I didn't find a club covering these topics. Um, but I found the Women in Business Club. And I tried to reach out to them, but I didn't get any response. And then I checked with the, um, with the career team at, uh, at Catolica and realized the club is inactive. No one wants to, to take care of it. And that dis disappointed me. I was really sad about that. How can it be that with hundreds of business students, no one is interested in that topic? Um, so I took over the club um, and I thought we have to change it a little bit. It shouldn't be the, the pink, pinkish uh, women in business club. It should be a club for everyone. Everyone should be interested in a fair and equal, inclusive business environment. And we should, in our education as business students, learn about that and understand especially the challenges. Um, so I, uh, I looked for people to join me and I found a nice team of, I think, six or seven people that started initially with me. And from that moment on, um, we recreated the club. So we brainstormed together. What is the purpose of it? Why, why should we actually do it? What do we want to get out of it? How do you want get it, to um, get it to that point? That's also when we got the idea of the podcast. Um, and then started, started basically working on it from scratch. Um, so everything that we have in the club right now um, is all based on the ideas of, um, of the people that have joined the equality in business journey so far. Um, and have brought in their ideas, um, uh, their, their input, their thoughts, their perspectives. 
Um, so yeah, a very, very exciting journey so far. And I'm very excited and I love following what's happening with it right now. Thank you, Vina. Uh, you're amazing. Uh, I love your idea about changing the name of the club and uh, taking a more general perspective. Uh, and thank you so much for creating this club that is so important to move our society and companies forward. Uh, also, in our podcast, we try to have topics as diversified as possible. So I believe that what I'm going to ask you might be a little bit hard. I want you to tell me one episode that you feel really impacted you, either because it was super interesting or because you felt you learned a lot from it, for example. You can go ahead, Katerina, please. Sure. So as you were saying, I, I do believe this is a very hard question because I do believe that diversity and inclusion, it's a journey and there are so many Uh, opportunities to be addressed that I really think it's very worth it to listen to all of the podcasts that we have released. However, I'm going to give an answer that's very personal to me. So for me, uh, one episode that really impacted me was about uh, women in leadership positions because the person who was talking, which was from PwC, She was talking about a lot of um, unconscious actions that women take in the business world uh, that lead them to have maybe less opportunities than men. And surprisingly, I felt that I was having these actions myself. So I found that I was at the age of 21 thinking about um, that I couldn't have a lot of work because maybe I would want to have children uh, in the future. And that's something that I didn't realize that I was doing. And it, it didn't make sense because even though I do want to have kids in the future, it's in the future. So I shouldn't be restricting myself right now. And it's something so simple. But when I was listening to it, it really resonated with me. So it was an episode that really changed the way um, that I act in the business world. And she was saying even that women tend to be a little bit more Uh, afraid of taking big chances and so after I listened to that episode I just started to you know what just take the chance even if it's not perfect just do it and um, yeah I just I started to do that and um, it really impacted me. I, I remember the episode Katerina and uh, mm. it really resonates with me what you say um, especially because I think what we need to clarify here we're not looking into stereotypes of women and men. Of course, every woman is different. Every man is different. And there are no stereotypes to be considered. But in the end, um, women and men are not the same. Just the biological difference, hormones, um, the chromosomes, there are a lot of biological differences that lead to different tendencies in behaviors, which doesn't mean that all women are like this or okay. all men are like this, but nonetheless, there are differences. And this is, this is shown by several studies. So I think this is also something when we talk about equality, it doesn't mean that everyone is the same, but everyone should have the same opportunities. Thank you, Katerina, and thank you, Lina. Uh, what you're saying, it's, I couldn't agree more. And I actually had the pleasure to record that episode. Uh, and it was just amazing and super interesting. Uh, so, and what about you, Inish? What, which was your <laughs> favorite episode? Uh, 
if you allow me, I would like to cheat on this one. <laughs> Since from the beginning, I was involved with the events department. So I wanted to highlight our amazing events. And if I had to, to choose one that stood out the most for me, it had to be either the gender dominated industries or the one about Adelaide's men mental health. The first one stood out because we had really strong people and companies explaining what it's like to be on the other side of the coin, for example, what it's like for a man to be in a cosmetic industry that maybe we don't think about it. Uh, and the second one were about age and mental health meant a lot to me because it allowed me to learn about a topic that I don't relate at this point in my life. But surely I know people that are affected by it, for example, being too old to change jobs and being afraid not to be able to find one, one employer that will want someone uh, with their age. And then we had a chance to talk about mental health in a time that was super important. We were in lockdown in Portugal and so many things changed for everyone. That was crucial to have someone from a well-known company assure us that employers do care about their employees and we had a chance to learn some tips that could help us in difficult times and although you can listen to our previous events uh, I invite you to come uh, to the next ones uh, but regarding your question I'm going to answer <laughs> um, <laughs> if I had to choose one podcast it will be the walk the talk with Margarita Collard from Everest it's the last episode available um, and first of all, it was truly interesting uh, learning how a specific company can diversify their programs related to helping people and their initiatives do really make a difference and they have so many of them. It was truly inspiring. And secondly, I was challenged uh, to record it and it was something completely, completely, completely out of my comfort zone and it felt so good to do it. And I think it's one of the benefits to being in this club. There are so many things that, that you can do and learn from so many people. And it felt really nice. How, how did you others feel when you recorded the first episode? Because Inesh, I'm with you. When I recorded the first one and I heard my own voice in it, I felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Katarina, Raquel, how was it for you? So for me, I was really stressed. So I'm like a shy person naturally. So it was really out of my comfort zone. I remember being very stressed like before. It was in the afternoon, the episode that I was recording. So during the whole morning, I was very stressed. But then once I started recording, it just flew, the conversation flew very naturally. And I learned so many different things in like 45 minutes or something. Uh, so it was just very, very rewarding because it was difficult, but then I learned so much. And then your feedback was, was very good. So that was something that really changed uh, my life a little bit. Yeah, I, I think I completely, I can say that what Katrina said applies for me. And actually, I had the opportunity to record the episode uh, that Katrina said was her, her favorite. And it was a long episode but it was so interesting uh, that I loved the experience and now here I am and I actually uh, challenged Ines to record the last episode I knew that she was a little bit mm, I'm not sure but then I was like you like to talk I know you are going to like doing this and then she loved so yeah we just have to go a little bit out of our comfort zone and then we will we will get there yeah you're so right okay. Raquel <laughs> 
Uh, and now we, we just need to hear from Dina. What was your favorite uh, episode, Dina? Um, so for me, I think it was an uh, episode in the very beginning of the podcast, um, which we had with uh, John's Crazy Socks, which is an Amer American company um, in, in the US, obviously. Um, and the founder is a father and his son. Um, the father has been a businessman. He has, he has, think it, he has also started businesses before. The son is actually the interesting part of it. Um, the son um, has the Down syndrome. And nonetheless, both of these men, um, the father and the son, lead the company together. Um, and they're trying to make a workplace um, that uh, not just provides a product, in this, uh, in this case, socks, uh, crazy socks that they sell, um, but also provides work for um, people with a disability. Um, and the podcast episode was with the father and the son, with both of them. To be very honest, I've never spoken to a person with Down syndrome. So I had to research a lot before, um, yeah, well, how, how do I ideally speak to him? How do I best understand him? Um, uh, what can I ask? What should I not ask? So I was actually very nervous before this episode. I loved the experience because um, son and his father, um, John and his father, both are amazing people, super kind. John is such a lovely person. He, he does this job with so much passion. Um, he's, he's positioned himself as the chief happiness officer. Um, and I, I was expecting the father to take over most of the work, but he doesn't. So everything that is related to the company culture, to decisions on, on how to provide a good workplace for people with disabilities is taken over by John, despite his disability. And um, I, I was, uh, I think I was nearly crying in the episode because it really touched me. And same as Katarina and, and Ines said, I learned so much during that hour that I completely forgot that I'm in an episode or a, or a podcast recording. I just, I just felt this is a very, very important and deep conversation um, that develops me further, and that's what I focused on in in that conversation. Yeah, that was that was one of my favorite episodes, also because if you remember, he didn't call it disabilities; he called it different abilities. And yeah. I just I just thought that was so empowering because the whole episode it was not about how he overcame uh, like some difficulty in his life; it was how. Uh, he was able to do something amazing with what he has, and he, neither he or his uh, parents, um, like downsized him in any way. It was so uplifting. It was a great episode. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I remember that episode too, and I, I couldn't agree more with what you just said. Uh, and so we just have here three suggestions of episodes that you should listen to if you didn't. Uh, now, moving to your role as president of the club, uh, we know that you are responsible for a lot of things, but I would say mainly by managing people. What do you, would you say were the main challenges for you, Inish? Uh, I find it really fun, this part that you mentioned about managing people. It's one of my favorite things about this new role. And it's easier because we already come with those learnings from being leads um, and heads of one department. But still, uh, I think it's the biggest challenge. And for me specifically is when it appears that someone isn't motivated or isn't doing their work. And it is frustrating, frustrating for me as a pres president and passionate about this club 
to see someone who doesn't feel the same way and more important, try to understand why this is happening and what we can change as a club to, to make everyone feel comfortable in it. And you're doing an amazing job, Inish. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and what about you, Dina, our first president? Um, so I think there were many challenges during my time as the president. We also had the situation with going into lockdown, changing um, ch changing many of our uh, roles, focuses and stuff like that. So that was challenging. But I think my biggest learning, maybe to put it like that, um, was it's not... Being a leader, especially in, in that, on that level, responsible for the entire club, it's not about doing everything right, but it's about trusting the people in the team and letting them do it their way. Um, and be brave and don't be afraid of mistakes that could happen. Don't try to, sometimes I think we tend to try to help a lot and, um, and just to secure them that the outcome is good. Um, but we can do mistakes as well. And I think the best result comes when people do it with passion. And even if they fail and do something wrong, well, then it's something wrong. Then we have the next episode to fix it or the next event to try it again and learn from it. Um, but to keep the people engaged and motivated and inspired, it's really important to, um, to give them the freedom to do it their way um, and to not be afraid when it goes in different directions that you can't control anymore, but rather just um, enjoy that it brings in new input and new ideas. And I think that's my my biggest learning and um, you tend to be when you have a lot of responsibilities to take a lot of responsibility and ownership um, but I think the best way to do it is just to leave the ownership and the responsibility to the respective team members and um, I have made very very good experience with it um, I was lucky that I had very strong team members very strong leads in the um, in the team that I can fully trust um, yeah but that's my my biggest learning thank you Dina I, I actually was uh was hearing you and I was thinking that I I just completely agree with what you said uh, I feel that sometimes sometimes no all the time people just complement each other and sometimes we are better at one thing than another and then when it all comes together it's it it's much better than if we would do it alone uh, and that's what what the work, teamwork is about also yeah. uh, and what about you Katerina? Yeah, I think for me, it was sort of similar, but in the sense that I started to find out about myself that I really like to control things. So I think for me, the biggest challenge was that I was no longer so close to the team members as I was as a team lead. Um, and so I was not in exact control of everything that was happening. And that was kind of difficult for me because I'm not someone who has... Uh, problems delegating work, but I, I feel like I need to know at all points what's what's happening. But as Nina was saying, I started to learn that it was actually not the best thing for the club for me to control everything because things just uh, follow their paths and their leaders, the leaders of the departments were very strong. And it was actually more important for me to focus on what was the culture of the club and um, the motivation of the club as a whole, so on a higher level, than to try to control what the episodes would be or what the events would be, because there were people there for that. So I think it's a very good job for you to learn to let things go and focus on what's really in your power, because 
other people are just as bright as you are and are doing amazing things and you need to support them and not control them. Another amazing insight, Katerina. Thank you so much. And very uh, strong self-reflection. Also, yes. like openly talking about that. Um, super nice uh, that you said it uh, like this, Katerina. Can fully agree with you. And I had similar similar experience with myself. Yeah, and it was something that I didn't know about myself. That was what surprised me the most. <laughs> and actually, I'm thinking what you were saying, Katerina, about not feeling as close as your team. Uh, members I changed some things on um, this semester mm -hmm. um, to, to deal with that because I had the same fear and, and we talked a lot about that so now I feel that we do more team building activities and mm -hmm. I'm present in every whatsapp group so I can talk with everyone more directly uh, so yeah I changed that because of your insights <laughs> So Amazing. That we, it's so cool that we keep growing and that we learn from each other. And I think exactly. that it, it is very important, like as you pass the leadership, to uh, share what was good and bad. Otherwise, you'll keep doing the same, let's say, mistakes. Uh, so I think it's very nice in whatever organization that you're in, try to understand uh, what the problems were and how you can improve uh, what's, what you can. Yeah, that's completely true. And that's why, and you are you are talking about it between presidents, but one thing that I think it would be interesting to share with our listeners is that you, at the end of each semester, you, you have a, a meeting with everyone from the club to receive feedback from them. So it's not only feedback between presidents, but it is feedback from everyone. And that's, I think it's something really special about, about the club everyone is really involved in everything uh and now uh, another question that i have for you is what was more rewarding about being part of the club uh dina uh, you can go ahead <laughs> um the most rewarding um i think for me the most rewarding was um seeing people that the spark in other people's eyes in, in terms of the excitement about this topic and the relevance about this topic. Um, so I, I knew for myself that I'm very interested by this topic, um, that I care about equality, about, um, about diversity, and that I really am eager to learn and understand how to, how to cont contribute that in the business environment. Because I think by, by each individual of us, that changes um, their own behavior, our own behavior, and, um, and contribute to a more equal environment. We do a little bit of the job to improve to improve the situation in the business world. I mean, we are the future, the future of the business world. All of us people will be, um, uh, and not even not necessarily need to be in management position, but um, our generation is going to be the business, the future business world. So I think that's a very important responsibility also that we have. And when I saw other people having that same excitement taking over more responsibilities, finding new topics or asking for bringing in ideas and asking for topics to be brought in because they're very interested in it and bringing in ideas of companies that they would like to speak with. And then just hearing now Katerina and Ines, how excited you speak about the topics, how well you took over the club and put in a lot of responsibility and ownership and, and a lot of passion and love and care into that club. Um, that's I think still, uh, even if I'm outside now for, for a year, 
the most rewarding thing that that I can I can follow and see. Thank you, Vina. Uh, and what about you, Katerina? I think it's going to be pretty similar. Um, <laughs> so for me, when I was doing the feedbacks uh, interviews, which are yeah feedbacks that you have feedback talks that you have with the members of the club at the end of the semester, there were three people that I'm not going to say the names, but I think if they're listening, they're going to uh, remember this. They specifically told me like this club was so important to me because I found um, something that I'm really passionate about in the business world. And I was kind of demotivated with um, the, the, business, um, the business courses, but I found something that I'm really passionate about and that I can somehow pursue. And I think that when they said that to me and I was in a leadership position at that point, I was so impressed of how, um, how much the club was changing people's lives and it was just so special to me. So I think uh, it's, it's really about uh, giving someone the opportunity to research about something they love and make uh, college and the world like a, a little bit better every single day. I got so, goosebumps hearing that, Katarina. <laughs> I, I, I was listening to them and I, it was three times in almost a row, like it was in the same day. And that day just hit me so hard because they were really, <laughs> really passionate about what they were saying. And I was too, but somehow, I don't know, I just felt that it was really special. Yeah, and actually, it's funny that uh, the example that you give, gave in the previous uh, answer, it was similar. It's about uh, getting to know yourself, you as a president and the others as members of the club. So mm. it's really interesting. Uh, no, now, what about you, Inês? How it is being, because you are still the president, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it, it goes in line with what you was said previously. The spark in the eyes when we are meeting and we are listening to each other's ideas and how enthusiastic uh, we all are for it, what's coming and for what we have been doing. It's truly amazing. And of course, on the people that we meet uh, and the friendships that started from here that wouldn't be possible in any other, in any other way. And I, I personally have made friendships in this club and I'm sure they will last a long time and I'm really proud of them. Uh, second, uh, we, all, we all have one big interest in common, but it's such a big theme, equality and diversity, that there are so many branches that you can discover or learn more from them with amazing people. It's truly inspiring every day. And what we, what we can learn from each other, it's, it's amazing. It's the only thing that I can say because I'm inspired by everyone in the team and it really makes me happy. Thank you, Nish. Uh, I, I, I love what you said about making friends because that's one of the main things that I, I, I'm taking from this club. I love people that I work with, work with and I consider them my friends. Uh, and also in a time where we were in a pandemic, uh, this club helped people uh, getting to know each other because it was hard. Uh, we didn't have a lot of contact in university and all of that. So it was really good uh, to meet new people. 
uh, and also with the same interests as us. Uh, now, uh, Dina and Katerina already left university and they are currently working. Uh, and I wanted to know how being part of the club impacts what you do in your work, uh, Katerina and Dina. Uh, Katerina, please go ahead. Sure. So I think um, I learned a lot from being uh, in the leadership position. So right now at, at my job, I have to report to someone. And I think that being in the place where people report to me makes me understand a lot better like what their concerns might be, uh, what I have to communicate better. And I think that just being on the other side just makes you more compassionate on one side and on the other more competent. And of course, that one of my goals is to be in a leadership position one day. So I think this will give me skills as well. Uh, more important, or at least more important to me, uh, I think that the club and all the research that we do in the club and the opportunities that we have to listen to the podcast and to the events, I think it has given me a lot of skills uh, on how to make the business world more equal and more diverse and how I can do it myself. So I try to take uh, a lot of small actions throughout my day in my job that I know that are going to make a difference. So if I see someone who is maybe struggling a bit or is a bit more shy, maybe I know how to include them better. Or even for myself, if I see that I'm not uh, exploring my potential as, as I would, maybe I think to myself, what am I afraid of? What um, could I be missing out? Is this fear? And if it is, Sometimes, and because of that episode a lot that I talked in the beginning, I think to myself, let's just do it. Uh, how bad can it be? If I fail, I mean, it's just a failure. It's going to be fine. And uh, it was also the mindset that I had when I accepted to be present because Dina actually called me uh, asking if I wanted to be president. And my first reaction was, oh my God, I have no idea how to do this. <laughs> um, I remember that call. Yeah. <laughs> But then I just thought to myself, just own it. This is something that you love. So why not take the chance? So I think those are the biggest things. So if you're listening and um, you have the opportunity of joining a club that you really like or an organization that you really like, um, just do it. You'll find your place. You have a lot of skills, uh, either in a leadership position or not, and just doing the research on the topic that you really like, uh, it's gonna be an amazing experience. So I would like to encourage everyone who is maybe, oh, I don't have that much time. It's the best thing that you can do for yourself. So just go ahead. Thank you, Katerina. So many good insights and advices. <laughs> uh, and what about you, Dina? Um, I'm trying to not to repeat too much from Katarina because a lot of <laughs> things are similar. Um, but I think something that I that I had on top. Uh, so in the conversation that we, we all said now, um, in the interviews that we had, in the events that we organized, we always learned a lot from the people that we spoke with. So it's not just about the content that we provide to the to the community, to the listeners, but also the things that we learn ourselves by researching and deep diving into the topic, and then realizing and understanding how complex and big the topic is there's not just gender equality there's age differences there's uh, cultures disabilities different abilities um 
so so many religion um, sexuality there is so many different topics and executing upon it in reality in the business world is not easy you'll face a lot of challenges um, I'm now in a leadership position in the company where I work right now um, and I'm responsible for hiring um, so uh, filling in my team with new members as well and I'm trying to bring in diverse people with diverse profiles but I realize even with the stuff I learned I get to my limits. It's super difficult to, to, to execute on what you would like to do. Mm. Um, and I think my biggest learning from that time is there are experts out there that, that have deep dived into a specific topic and that have a lot of expertise and practical knowledge on how to do that. So in, in such positions in a company, in, as a company itself, take the help of these experts. We are investing so much money into recruiting agencies and headhunters and stuff like that. Um, so there should be money as well for these people that exactly know in a specific area how to tackle this, how to, for example, make um, a job ad more open and inclusive to make sure that more, for example, women apply for a specific role. Um, for example, in the tech space where you have mostly men applying for the roles. Mm. Um, and I think that's, that's my biggest learning. It's okay that we don't know the answer for everything, um, but there are people that have specific expertise and we should use that. Thank you, Dina. That's really interesting. It's, it's true that not every, every, that there's not one person that can know everything about everything. <laughs> so yeah, we should, we should use more experts on the areas. To finish, uh, also, almost to end this episode, uh, I would like to ask Ines, so our current president, to tell us a little bit about the prospects of the club for the future. Mm. <laughs> I can't tell a lot because some of them are still a secret, but this semester and the following ones, we have such great projects and I can briefly, briefly explain them. Uh, the first one uh, is happening really soon is that we'll be present at university with a challenge for our students about equality and they can win some really amazing prizes. So uh, prize, prizes, so stay tuned for that. And the second one is regarding our expansion team that soon we'll be able to have an equality in business in another country, in another university. So this is super exciting. So you really must follow us to keep track with our amazing news. Thank you, Inês, and please follow us. Uh, also, a uh, final question. Thinking about our listeners, what would you like to tell them about equality, diversity or inclusion? Uh, what message would you like to leave them? Uh, I'm going to ask this question, but honestly, you already gave such great insights <laughs> during the whole conversation about, uh, all, about this, but I think that there is maybe one message that you would like to leave to them in the end. So please, Katerina, what do you want to tell them? There's so much to say, but I think <laughs> that the main thing that I want to say is just try to learn as much as you can. You know, it's a journey and um, it's a very, very diverse topic. And sometimes it can feel overwhelming that I don't, I don't know how to do like the perfect job ad to include everyone or I don't know how to make my team feel uh, more included and how to make it more diverse. And you feel that you have to do everything. And just 
start small, you know, it's, it's better to do something than to do nothing. So if you don't know it, anything, just start listening to podcasts <laughs> and then you'll be interesting uh, and you'll start to do a little bit more steps. But just try to learn as much as you can and try to implement um, whatever you can no matter how small it is. And remember, it's a journey. So you start today and maybe three years from now, it will be um, so much different than it is right now. So just embrace the journey and try to do what you can do. It doesn't have to be perfect. Thank you, Katerina. Uh, I love what you just said. <laughs> uh, and uh, what about you, Dina? What message would you like to leave? I think I'm gonna build um, on what Katarina said um, okay. and, and connect as well to my to my main learning. You don't need to have the answer for everything. So um, none of us knows everything, and that's completely fine. But I think having the curiosity um, to learn things and to ask people that have expertise in it to find to research and find these people, speak to them, and proactively engage with them to understand and learn from them. I think that's the most important part. Um, but now I'm very interested to hear actually Ines uh, <laughs> since uh, first of all we haven't spoken for a while and then um, you're, you're for, for such a long time uh, with the club so uh, and had also we're working in different positions so you started as an event manager took over the events department now being the president um, so I'm, I'm really curious to hear your message Ines. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my message is more general about equality and diversity and all the themes that we work on. But firstly, I just want to say to, to be kind to everyone. This is really basic, but I see so many bad things happening every day. And it's so easy to be kind to each other. We don't know what the other person has in their mind, what is happening. And just a good morning and thank you it's it's so easy and it should be part of ourselves and it's it's really important but um, other than that i would say to to keep in mind more than equality fairness there are a lot of situations that equality isn't enough we have to do, to go to the extra step the extra mile and give more tools to the ones that need them the most I have this specific image in my head and I'll try to explain it by words. Um, my philosophy professor showed this in grade 10 or 11 and there were three guys that wanted to see a football match, match behind the wall. One is really short and can see a thing. The second one is taller but only sees half of the field and the third one is really tall and can see it all. And they are all in the same position, they are equal. But if we give a taller bench to the shortest guy, a smaller one to the other, they will all be able to see the match. And I think this is really important. Give the tools for the ones that need it the most. Um, I think it's a, a really important message. And if we can help anyone in any way that needs it, just do it. It's, it's really important, it's really easy. And you'll feel good in the end of the day, but more important, you'll be making a really big difference in another person's life. So inspiring, Ines. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We are now reaching the end of today's special podcast episode. 
Thank you so much for your time and valuable insights. Uh, I felt that I really learned a lot from you and I hope that everyone at home will have the same opportunity. So thank you, Dina. Thanks, uh, thanks a lot uh, to you, Raquel, for organizing this, um, for getting us together. Um, and thanks a lot for the great uh, job you're doing here um, with the club, continuing to grow, continuing to bring up important topics and create awareness about the topic. Thank you. <laughs> also, thank you, Katerina. Thank you very much. Thank you for the work that you're doing. I've been following uh, social media and also the podcast, and it's very inspiring. So congratulations and keep up the good work. <laughs> thank you. And finally, uh, thank you, Ines, for being here with us today. <laughs> thank you. I want to leave here a public uh, thank you to all our team. You are all amazing and keep up with the great work that you've been doing so far. So it was a pleasure having you here with us today. Our next episode will be online on the 12th of November. Feel free to always reach out to us on our social media accounts. You'll find us under the name Equality in Business on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. See you again in two weeks. And until then, don't forget, be kind to yourself and to everyone that surrounds you.